We have been talking about our core beliefs. What do we at Christian Holiness Daily believe? In part one, we gave an overview of our beliefs. In part two, we talked about our belief in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We look at the inspiration of Scripture today on Christian Holiness Daily. Holiness is perhaps the most misunderstood concept in Christianity. Anyone who has striven to follow the life of Christ will tell you that it is impossible. No one can match His love, no one can match His grace, and no one can match the compassion of Christ, for no one but Jesus is perfect and holy. Once the believer is filled with and empowered by the Holy Spirit, though, he or she is filled to the brim with the love of Christ and desires nothing more than to please God and follow in the footsteps of Jesus. The love of sin is then gone, and in its place is a love and compassion for others. That is Christian holiness, and this is Christian Holiness Daily. At Christian Holiness Daily, we believe in the divine inspiration of Scripture in its original form as found in the Old and New Testaments, and we believe that they contain all truth necessary to faith and Christian living. So yes, we do believe that all Scripture is God-breathed. Though some of the writers of the 66 various books that comprise our Bible lived as much as hundreds of years apart, they had one thing in common they were all inspired by the Holy Spirit. We believe that the transcripts in their original languages, we believe every jot and tittle of every letter of every word of the Bible was inspired by the Holy Spirit. That's not to say that the Holy Spirit dictated to the writers, nor does it mean that the writers did nothing more than transcribe. It means that the writers drew inspiration from that still small voice of God. Yet each book is distinct and told in a unique voice, the voice of its author, its human author, the writer, the prophet, the apostle, or whoever wrote it at the urging of God. Because it was penned by humans, each one of those books comes from its own perspective, and each one of the writers had their own human flaws. We receive 66 very different books we have histories, biographies, poetry, prose, letters, each one written for a different purpose and each one serving its own purpose today. As example, we have four very different views of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Different because each were written by a different person, each from a different perspective, and each written with a different audience in mind and each with a different purpose. Each book was written by mere humans, but because the scriptures were inspired by God, we find no contradictions in the Bible when we take it in context. Now, by context, I mean a few different things. First, it doesn't do to take a passage that is not meant to stand on its own two feet, pull it from the Bible, and teach on it. As example, one shouldn't teach on parts of the book of Job. For not all of Job is representative of God's Word. For parts of it express the doubts, fears, and frustrations of Job's friends, and 
their words do not reflect God's heart. But that's not all I mean when I say that the Bible should be read in context. I mean that we should do our best to figure out the times in which the writers lived. What is his, his, his social context? Was he a slave or a servant of the king? Was he a prophet or a doctor? Was he a national leader or an outcast? These answers may lend insight into his words. We should also bear in mind the audience to which he wrote. Let's take another look at the Gospels. One of the writers wrote for primarily a Jewish audience, while yet another wrote for a Greek audience, and still another wrote for posterity. With what purpose did the writer pin his book? Was it to make a point or teach a lesson? If the writer wrote to teach lessons, then don't expect the book to be necessarily in chronological order. That book, though, that wondrous book, the Bible, is full of the power of God to the one who studies it carefully and prayerfully. And that wondrous book still serves to lead us to salvation and to lead us into the arms of God. We believe that God has preserved his holy word through modern translations. Some translations attempt to be more literal than others, like the NASB, and so they are more difficult to read, especially if you want to read them aloud. Some translations strive to be easy to read and are not so concerned with the accuracy of their translations, like the New Living Translation. Others try to find a middle ground. They are fairly reliable translations that are smooth when read aloud, like the NIV or the New King James Version. Others attempt to bear in mind the context that we discussed and come up with an accurate translation and one that takes into account the original recipient of the texts, such as the English Standard Version and the Lexham English Bible. So which one reflects the Holy Word of God as written thousands of years ago? Well, that would be the NASB, the ESV, and the Lexham. The latter two use the most recently discovered older textual fragments, including parts of the Dead Sea Scrolls, along with the texts that Bible publishers have relied on for centuries. The Lexham and the ESV also consider the times and the cultures of the writers and recipients when they translate the original language into appropriate English words and phrases. The remarkable thing is that after thousands of years, we have, by the power of God, the unblemished Word of God through which we may find salvation and strive to live like Christ. Thank you for joining us today for Christian Holiness Daily. Join us again tomorrow for another episode on your favorite podcast platform. For a transcript of this podcast, visit ChristianHolinessDaily.com. To contact us, go to the contact page of our website or call 844-857-6767. Our theme music is called Dirty Mac and is from the album BG Awaken.